Daddy, wake up! Daddy! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And it's Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. This is for all the cool dads out there. Hey, you know who you are. This is for you. <laughs> I keep Four dads by dads. That's you keep right. changing it up, Ray. What's up with know. that? I don't know. I don't know. Feeling that cool dad. Cool dad vibe, you know. We You're a cool be. dad. Or at least, you know, at least you have to uh, pretend. What, what's that saying? Uh, fake, fake it till it you till make you it. Ma- yeah. <laughs> that's right. Fake it till you make it, man. That's my life. Shoot. Hey, you know what? I, I think I talked about uh, about this with you. We have just a few more years until our kids find out that we're not that cool. Really? I, mean, we, <laughs> I think I think the... I think the uh, the age that I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm just overthinking this, but I'm thinking like when my my son hits the age 13, he's just gonna find out that mm, yeah, you don't have to walk that close to me, Dad. That kind of attitude, you know what I mean? Right. Because right now I'm a superhero. Wow, that must be <laughs> nice, cause. That ain't the case for me. I think right my now? kids got me exposed. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're not impressed. But before we do that, mm. hey, welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Oh, and if it's your first time That's to right. join us, thanks for listening. It's where Ray and I are talking about Catholic dad stuff. Catholic dad and if stuff. you've been with us, thanks. In this first part of the show, we're always kind of just chatting about funny things, weird things that are going on in our families. And apparently Ray's still cool. How many dads are still cool out there? Because <laughs> I am not. I'm not cool. Well, here's the thing, Ray. Yeah. I think I'm cool. Okay, no, no. I'm going to take that back. I know I'm cool. <laughs> My kids don't. Right. <laughs> You've so this exposed. is a cool dad right here. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to hang out with me. They're like... Already? They're what? Like Yeah. Who's yeah, I walk eldest? in the house. I walk in the house and my youngest son just punches me in the gut and then walks away. And uh, the, for some reason, I, I could totally picture that and I, I don't think you're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> that's That's what he does. Oh, man. He's like, I'm going to let you on fire, dad. And then he just walks away. And I'm like, gasping? <laughs> And my wife is like, he he shouldn't talk to you that way. I was like, I agree. Um, Someone's got to talk to him about this. Who will? Oh, my gosh. You guys are being bullied. I'm being bullied by a seven-year-old. What can I do? Well, yeah. That's what that's what I'm talking about, man. I'm I'm scared of that. I don't know when my kids are. They're going to expose me. They're going to find out that uh, that's not that cool. Here's the thing, Ray. Yeah. This is what you got to know. Okay. Your identity is not dependent on what other people That's think right. about you. you. Speak the truth, brother. Your identity Amen. is rooted in your sonship A with God. To the men. Yes. So don't worry if you right. your sons don't think you're cool. 
Hmm. How was that? Did I? Am I embracing hmm. myself now? Yeah, <sighs> makes me more sad. Any any uh, any fun stories? Any well, except for the whole gut punching thing that uh-huh. usually happens in your household. Yeah, so it's been kind of a roller coaster. My son is uh, my baby son is now three weeks old, mm. and um, we kind of had a scare. Oh. And a scare, yeah. We found this um, growth on his neck. Oh my goodness! And you know how like babies are like roly poly, like yeah. they got neck folds. So you, can, I have so you can I tell. Have those. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> As like a baby, like you, like feel your neck folds, and like, um, but we noticed. My wife noticed that like there was like a growth on oh his. Goodness. That's scary. The right side of his throat, mm. and um, and it looked like a second esophagus. No. It's like it was hard and no. like all the way down. And I was like, is his esophagus like on the right side of his neck? And I, and I felt and it's like, no, he has an esophagus. And it was like and, crazy because he, he's breathing OK. And, and he was breathing OK and he was eating OK. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. So we were scared. And like I had I was scared. So I didn't like voice my deepest concerns hmm. i'm like i think my little baby has cancer you no, know stop it um and it was like super scary and so we had it checked out hmm. um and uh and then it turns out it's like um like a neck muscle issue hmm. uh that he needs physical therapy for a baby but a newborn baby yeah a brand oh, new baby man. with like uh neck neck issues and um here's the thing man uh we're a pain in his neck i guess oh, <laughs> uh, but i'm he's oh, okay man. so what, what do you do like is it like a, a massaging thing that you need to do no it's more like like uh stretching and turning okay. the oh, neck man. so that it kind of so stretches you go to out like a baby therapist uh physical therapist kind of a yeah person? initially we're gonna well we or we learned the stretches and if it doesn't start kind of calming down we're gonna go back we're gonna go to a physical therapist mm, but um, mm-hmm. yeah but dude that was scary that is scary yeah oh, newborns man. i again i have no idea what's going on i gotta start checking my neck now <laughs> that's right i don't know if you can feel it underneath all of that <laughs> hey now hey now we, we really should <laughs> we really should uh have the youtube channel going here we should we should <laughs> By the way, I spoke to Iris. I'm, I'm I'm just gonna say this. I spoke to Iris like last I don't know, maybe four days ago or so, and the dude is wearing the same thing. I him, I'm like, <laughs> That's are, are not you, true. Are you wearing the same thing? Do you do you take a bath? You... I am, I'm wearing uh, a tank top. It's fine. Oh man, sorry. It's I had to very say it. stylish. I, I just had to say it. It's cool. I'm just saying. I'm stripes. Concerned. Ver- I'm just a little concerned. It's horizontal stripes. You oh. shouldn't wear horizontal stripes when you're no. over 40. That's This is a problem. But I'm wearing it at home, so. Do it. Do it. I'm living my life. Do my, it, man. You know what? Your my identity, identity isn't, yes. isn't based That's on right. your opinion of me, Ray. That's right. All right. What's going on with your family, dude? Oh, man. Can I breathe a little? Because this whole week has been a trip. We did start homeschool this week. Ooh. And um, we had a practice run during a, a Monday, and uh, they they uh, you know I told them before they slept I said all right wake up call this uh, breakfast this time and then be on your chairs ready for prayer time uh, you know to start the day at eight fifteen 
eight fifteen. Mm. You know, that's right pretty early, time, right? That's good. Uh, yeah. they, no, no, we didn't. They they got up at nine. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't. I didn't wake them up. I'm like, all right, let's, I'll just let them. You sleep. didn't wake I them didn't, up. I didn't wake them up. I was up. I had my shirt on, maybe basketball shorts, but shirt on. Um, what do you What are you talking about? A shirt like a button up? A shirt? button up shirt with basketball shorts. I was ready for that. Is I was ready for a Professor Dada. That is. Um, I don't know what that's communicating. That's a, that <laughs> communicates a confusing message. Well, well you know, it was, it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> okay. But anyway, uh, they did show up the next day, though, which was the real, which <laughs> is the real deal. Check the this out, day. though. Check this out. So, I, um, I usually get up around seven o'clock, maybe six thirty sometimes. But this time, I got up at seven o'clock. They were downstairs in their uniform, as in their old Catholic school uniform. Oh, nice. As I said, we're in Cal- uh, when uh, we're in uh, homeschool right now. But they had their uniforms on. They were ready. They had breakfast, and then I didn't even tell them what time it was. Uh, I just went to where I was supposed to go at the say, exact time that I needed to be there, and they started going there. Sat on their seat, and off we go to homeschool. First day of homeschool. I'm like, I'm All right, so I had a question. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I got a question. Yeah. Serious question. Serious. Did question. they do? They did. Did they do that on their own, or did your wife hook them up? No. Did she wake them up and put no, them in did, the clothes? They, they did it on their own because my wife was still sleeping. <laughs> my wife was still sleeping. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so the, much insight into your family. It's, it's All insane. of y'all are sleeping in. They were. I, I was sleeping because it was. It was. Uh, we had a, a long weekend, you know, and so I'm like, All right, I'm just gonna rest. We had one day to practice. We all failed, and then the next day they showed up, man. So it's like uniform. practice. Practice. We don't need. Talking practice. Talk about practice. We don't need no practice. No, that they showed up. They showed up. I was nice. proud of them. It was a good first day. It really was, and I'm like, all right, I think we can do this. That, I think the prep part was rough because I think I was just overthinking stuff. But the 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 first day was good, and then towards there the end of go. the day, I started yelling. I was like, Absolutely, you guys aren't listening. But anyway, <laughs> why should they? <laughs> Did they punch you in the gut? No, thank God, no. <laughs> well, no, we're not up to that yet. You're not at that level yet. No, get on my level. Well, congrats, Ray. Yeah. That's hard because you're not just doing distance learning yeah. because of COVID. You guys have made the full switch to homeschool. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you are the primary educator. Amen. Is that right? That That's what we love to believe. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what the church calls us to is that uh, the parents are the primary mm-hmm. educators of their children in faith and in all things. So, you know, you're you're just stepping up into that role right. and taking your place. Good job, man. Hey, but at the same time, though, I want to just give a shout out to all the teachers out there, man. That's some that's some hard work. That's some patience right there. Yeah. That we're is in a the, definitely calling. The thick of it. The calling. And now with all the teachers, you got to do some remote, some in school, some whatever else, everything in between, right? Oh, yeah. Juggling all that stuff. So God bless all the teachers out there. God bless the teachers. I, I keep telling um, my kids, like, hey, the, trust your teacher. Your teacher has a plan. Yeah. They're going to take care of you if you listen. Mm. And, uh, yeah, man, well, I'm doing full distance learning for uh, my students, and uh, I'm actually enjoying it. Nice. It's a lot of fun. But um, that's what I try to approach life as um, when – 
when there's like a challenge, I'm like trying to answer it with like, this is a new opportunity. And, Mm -hmm. um, so I got excited. I got, um, photography lights. Um, I asked like the photography teacher if I could like borrow some lighting and, uh, and then I've, I've done like three different setups for my classroom, just -hmm. trying to find a way. And every time I got like, I felt excited about what's going on. Um, you know, but by the, this, I think we're down, finished two weeks and I'm pretty exhausted. I mean, I've been given a lot. Two weeks already. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty tired, man. But well, I mean, everything on top of everything on top of that. And you're also teaching and still COVID is out there. So you're all at home, right? Your, your kids are distant learning or they're, they're, yeah, they're all distance learning. And, uh, that is, uh, that's happening. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm trusting the teacher, but, uh, that's, uh, that's tough. I think anyone who's doing it for like the little kids. Ooh, that's, I mean, God bless you. That's right. And if you're a parent at home while you're trying to work and also help your kids who are distance learning, God bless you. That's, that's a tough job. Um, so, you know, keep the faith there because you can, you could probably have a lot of bad days. Yep. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know on Instagram, on Facebook. How you doing? A lot of, uh, a lot of our parents out there, a lot of families are back to school right now. After what is it? I keep getting the uh, Labor Day right. I keep I, I get yep. Labor Day and Memorial Day mixed up. So Labor Day after Labor Day, majority of uh, of our country is back to school. So how you guys doing? Little check in here. How you doing? Hope all you are are well, and we're praying for you guys. And this is kind of our topic that we're we're t- gonna talk about uh, this evening. Uh, we're actually we're recording on September eleventh. September 11th. So we want to we want to um, go back into into the past and talk about where you were. Where were you during 9/11? And uh, you know, we, uh, out of all these things that that's happening, the, the 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 sorrows, the the tragedies, we're also called to find the joy in this, right? And so I, I remember I, when I was I was what like 20, 21. I don't know how old. I think I was 21, 22. And, um, yeah, man, 9-11 was real to me. I, I uh, grew up in New Jersey. That's right. So uh, I, I remember my, my mom woke me up and just pulled me to right in front of the TV. And she was like, something's going on. And I'm like, still figuring things out. Like, what what's, what's happening here? And then within a minute or so, I saw the, the, second, the second plane. I saw the second plane crash in, into the building, and so that just was that on the TV. That you was saw on that? the TV live uh, on on the TV. And you were at home. I was at in home New Jersey, in New Jersey, and just a stone's throw away. Yeah, and I remember it was it was surreal. I'm like, holy cow, what's going what's going on here? Me and my mom started praying because she didn't know what was really happening. At first, it was just a fire that they were reporting, and then next thing you know, it was uh, it was a possible missile. That they said on the this is all live on the news that I remember. Right. And then the second plane went in, and then everyone was like, "Whoa!" Because this was like live. They didn't cut away. They, they there wasn't a replay. We saw this live, right? And uh, man, it, it it still it it still hits me um, thinking about it. 
Uh, I remember the next day, and shout out to all of my um, brothers out there in uh, in New Jersey, uh, in uh, in our youth group. We went, we we ran to the the harbor, and we we were just like it was maybe a, a van load of us, and we just said, "Hey, any we we can help in any way we can." And then there was this boat that was just loading in some supplies, and they were glad to see us. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we need some some people to load some of these supplies. They had some sweaters. They had some hats, some some stuff that were donated from different uh, companies. They were loading in the boat because right, right across the bay was, was ground zero. And so we're just loading boxes. We're loading water. We're loading some food and things like that. We, don't, we didn't really know what was going to happen on the other side, but they just wanted to supply something. This was the next, the following day. Wasn't it raining or was it was? It, am I right? Yeah. yeah, it was raining. It was raining. It was soggy. Um, but we just felt that we needed to do something. Again, I think I was maybe 22, 23. I forget. Uh, but it was surreal. And you saw the rubble. I saw the rubble just right across the bay, Hudson Bay. And, and so, um, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we, we continue to pray. Pray for this country. Pray for, for peace. Pray for the souls. Um, uh, but yeah, man, it, that's that's where I was. I actually uh, I actually signed up for the military the following day. Did you really? I did. I did. I signed up. I I went to uh, the uh, uh, one of the strip malls near my house because I knew there was a, a recruiting officer over there for the Marines. Signed up. I was. I don't know. I was just driven. I was like, I got to do something. I got to do something. And long story short, um, they said they didn't need to talk to my my mom, they need to talk to my parents, and so I was like, oh crap! And so they visited the following day. They said, tell you what, I'll, we'll visit your house, talk to your parents real quick, blah blah blah, and we'll get this paperwork all set and, and stuff. And so they they showed up the following day, and my mom started crying in front of them. I was a, a little embarrassed because I'm like, oh man, you're making a big deal out of this, mom. But um, but uh, yeah, she refused to let me sign up for the military. And that was really the process of missionary work for me in my heart because somehow, some way, God was calling me in a different army, in a different way of serving um, mm. in that. So that so was, you weren't a missionary already? I was not. I was still in college. I was still, I think, junior year. Uh, uh, junior year or sophomore year, I forget. Uh, I think it was junior year. Of college, and uh, I remember I was still working at a physical therapy office uh, during that time. So yeah, I was still figuring things out and see where, where I was uh, supposed to be called. Um, but yeah, that was a big start of it. If I wasn't to join the army, then I'm to join God's army in in a in a real way. So that's why I was driven to to sign up to do missionary work. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a whirlwind, but shoot, man, yeah, it was. It's it's uh, it's kind of, I'm, every nine eleven, I, I I get flashbacks of it because it was it was a, uh, we were nearby, we felt it in New Jersey, and a lot of people in my town. I remember my sister. I think it was my sister, or my my brother, they were still in high school, and they said that they gathered everyone in the auditorium and told them the news about it because a lot of people in my town, a lot of their parents worked in uh, New York. So, but yeah, man, that's uh, that's where I was. I was in New Jersey. I was at home. I saw it live on the news, and it just drove my heart uh, to to a call of arms, to action. 
Um, but yeah, that's where I was. How about you, man? Nine eleven. Oh man, I had I had the like complete opposite experience. Yeah. Because I was already a missionary, mm. and I was overseas. Oh, I was in already. the Philippines. Okay. Yeah, I was oh, in the was Philippines. Your, your, your uh, training t- time? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, and wow. um, okay. originally I was going to live in the Philippines for a year. Mm-hmm. That was my plan. And um, to live amongst the poor. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, when I was in the Philippines, they sent me into the Visayas to mm-hmm. Bacolod City. And um, a, a person donated like 10 hectares of sugarcane field. Mm-hmm. Um, for these guys, and they cleared out the field, and then we're gonna build homes. Now these guys, so it's like a were, fresh um, field, nothing there. Just yeah, sugar, fresh sugar field. Cane. Yeah, all cleared out, and we're gonna build a village there. Mm. And the we're building a village for these NPA rebels. NPA oh, wow. stands for a New People's Army, and yeah. they're the communist the guerrilla yeah. terrorists. Yeah. And what happened is they had um, done an armed takeover of the city mm. and executed the governor. And you, and, were, um, you were there. Well, no. So prior to that, uh, they did that prior to me oh, getting there. And then they surrendered. Uh-huh. They surrendered under the um, uh, under the deal that they would have like a place to live mm-hmm. and a job and food. And so the so this uh, private person donated this land and said we can build a village here and you'll have like homes and jobs and all that. Yeah. And so a couple months into that project, I arrived, and um, I stayed with them, and um, we ha- I helped build their homes. Yeah. And so I was there for a week, and um, these were um, former terrorists, Damn, and yeah. so I'm building homes with these former terrorists, grizzly dudes. They got like knife uh, wounds on their faces, yeah. bullet holes in their bodies. And at night we just talk mm. around the fire and be like, dude, I was like, why did you become a terrorist? Are mm. you just like um, so angry? And um, he, you know, most of them said, you know what? I was hungry. Mm. And I went to the government and I said, will you give me food? And the government said, no, we don't give you food. And then uh, they lived in the mountain. And then, uh, and then a truck pulled up into their village and said, are you hungry? And they said, yeah, we're hungry. We're starving here. And they said, well, get in the back and here's a gun. We'll, wow. we'll go get food. And that's yeah. how they joined. They weren't like true believers or anything. Right. They were like, they're hungry. Yeah. And they didn't have their basic needs met. And then they took arms to like feed their families. Hmm. And so I'm hearing this for the first time and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, uh, why, why couldn't we provide food before Mm -hmm. we got to this place? And, um, and so I spent some time there, um, building homes and, and sharing stories. And they also said like, no one ever told me about Jesus. Nobody ever told me that there's a God and that God loves me. And I thought that was incredible too. Mm. Um, so anyways, like, uh, I literally finish, yeah. um, uh, my stint there and we, we drive into the town and, um, we go to a bowling alley mm. to kind of celebrate the end of that, that part of my mission training. And uh, in the bowling alley, I turn and I look in the bar, and on the TV is CNN. Yeah, and this is, and this is what time around there in uh, in the Philippines? This is nighttime. 
Nighttime. This is oh, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, it's like, like 9 p.m. or whatever yeah. in the Philippines. And um, and then I see like the Twin Towers Damn. and the tower is smoking. Yeah. And then I walk into the bar and I watch the planes hit the towers and wow. the towers fall live yeah. Yeah. on the other side of the world. The, yeah. And here's the crazy part. There were people in the bar. And they were watching the news, and mm. they were pointing and laughing. Wow. And these are the local villagers there? The local people there. Were you the only American there? Yes. Wow. Well, me and uh, one of the, another person from Seattle. Mm-hmm. And um, we are the only two Americans there. And I was just shocked. Wow. Um, and I was going to... And they were pointing s- and laughing. And they were pointing and laughing. And like even my friends who were there in the, um, that were with us in the mission, they were like, what's the big deal? Wow. And I was yeah. like, I got to go. I need to see this. I wanted to see everything. Yeah. And, um, and these, these are kind of the really lasting memories for me um, because I was supposed to stay in the Philippines for a year, but then I decided I'd come home mm-hmm. like a couple months later because I was like, you know what? I feel like I just need to be home. Mm-hmm. That, that, um, experience really rocked my world, mm. um, from, uh, from a world away. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, but what, what really like unsettled me is that I had spent time with former terrorists. Yeah. And then saw my country attacked by terrorists and just the tension of that, like mm. holding that within, um, was like a difficult thing. Like, how do I reconcile these, these feelings and experiences? I know they're different contexts, yeah. but, um, it was all very complicated. And then I reflect on that often mm. and especially on September 11th. I mean, it's crazy because you you hung out with them, you met their family, you dined with them, you know these uh, quote unquote terrorists, but they were really real people that needed food, needed love, and um, unfortunately, they did not know about this loving God that that calls for them, right? Yeah. What's uh, wow. What's incredible too is we use labels like terrorist. Yeah. When in fact that's a human being, yeah, right, and yeah, that's a, that I, human being has needs, and that's the thing that I mean we kind of joked around about it, but that's the whole identity thing, right? Like, you you are not who to say that you are. Uh, I mean that's a, one of John Paul II's uh, great quotes. Let me remind you of who you are, and we are beloved people of God. But yeah, that those labels, but these are real people. That's Human right. Beings. And, and, and we gotta, we gotta come home to ourselves. Yeah. You know, it's like when I think of September 11th now today, many years removed, what is it? 19 years removed mm-hmm. now. Um, like we still struggle with the humanity of the other that we, we don't see the person who thinks the opposite of us Yes, yeah. as a real person. That's, that's worthy of dignity and respect. And that's what that's what I pray for right now in, in our country is that we start recognizing that, uh, yeah, we're, we have different views. Yeah, we, uh, we think this, we think that, but we, we're all human beings just searching for the truth. And uh, let's not dismiss the other because they just they don't agree with us or they don't look they don't they don't uh, see the same thing that we're seeing or see the same thing that how, 
see the same thing that we're seeing in, in, in our angle. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think that's, that's my prayer right now for our country is to really see ourselves and to start recognizing the humanity in, in all. Um, in all of, in all of this right now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's the tricky part right now is just finding the joy in a hard week, finding the joy in a uh, in frustration, and um, and we have to we have to be reminders. Uh, we have to be our brother's keeper in that, reminding each other to to smile, to keep hope. We are people of hope, and uh, it's okay to talk about the negative things. It's it's okay to talk about these negative things. Because a lot of people are saying, oh, no, let's just let's not talk about the negative things. Let's just talk about the, the positive stuff. Right. But I think that's the that's a that's a challenge here. Let's talk about the negative things so that we can find the positive in them. Right. So we can find the hope in that. And that's that's our call, and especially as as fathers. Let's lead our family to be a people of hope because it, it is easy for us to kind of just get tired and get frustrated and just be down on ourselves and and not do anything and just sit around and just and just uh I don't know and just just f- be frozen I think I think we're we're called to rise above this Absolutely we are called to rise amen to that Yeah part you know um there's this uh we we're we're experiencing like a national mourning, mm-hmm. right? For those of us who are alive now, I'm I teach in high school, yeah, man, and yeah, uh, those yeah, those yeah. students weren't even born yeah. at that time. That makes me feel old. My the school that I teach is called uh, J- uh, John F. Kennedy mm-hmm. High School, right? Ca- Kennedy Catholic High School, and um, and it reminds me of like when John F. Kennedy, President Kennedy, was assassinated. Mm-hmm. I wasn't alive, but for the people who were alive at that time, that was like a crystal moment hmm. and where their earth, their lives shattered, like where their dreams vanished and like the security that you, you came yeah. to expect was just gone. And then, um, in our general, you are I generation, Ray, that's September 11th, yeah. 2001. And for this generation now, you know, maybe it, this is it. It's COVID-19. That's or, right. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I don't know what national thing that like kind of creates this kind of situation of mourning and pain and, mm-hmm. and uh, memory and yeah. And then rising again from that kind of death and pain. And that's, um, that's a, that's a important thing to continue to think about. Yeah. Um, like where do we find, where do we find the, uh, the hope in the midst of that? Not like whitewashing it or, or putting it away, yeah. but actually uh, recognizing like, yes, the, these things are true. And, um, and also, uh, the reality of God's presence in our lives, that God is a victorious over death, uh, that is also true. Amen. We have to. We have to remember it. We have to remember it. We are forgetful people. And we have to remember it. And let's count on each other to remind ourselves of that as well. We want to remind our our uh, uh, listeners out there that you, we are a people of hope, and that we're called to rise above. And that's that's what we pray in in this in this podcast that God stir, stirred in our hearts to start. We pray that we kind of uh, we 
lead people to start thinking in a deeper way, but at the same time also find the joy in it. I know um, uh, <laughs> sometimes maybe we have uh, too long of a opening banter about the joys and the funny stuff <laughs> that's happening in our family, but I think that's a that's a great gift that God has uh, given us in that way. And uh, you know, we we find the joys, we find a reason to smile, we find a reason to laugh. Uh, at things and offer it all up to God. Um, so, uh, those of you who are experiencing a tough week, yeah, right, where you maybe the homeschooling has gone rough, oh, I'm, or the I'm, distance learning. I'm raising my hand right now. I'm raising my hand. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe like you know, there's maybe some family drama, Ooh. perhaps. Uh, maybe <laughs> there's some economic insecurity mm. out there. Maybe there is um, kind of just like the personal demons that you're battling and like sometimes it's winning, sometimes it's losing. You know, we all have those tough days. Yeah. Well, what do you do? What are what are the practical things? Yeah. And, and, and I do have one thing to offer maybe first. Um, on a practical level, um, I've been reading uh, or I recently read a reflection by uh, David uh, Stendhal Rost, mm. who's a Benedictine. And um, he was he, like years ago, he did this interview where um, he was talking about joy, um, joy in the present moment. And um, and he said this line um, and I'm going to I'm going to butcher it, but it's like um, the interviewer asked him, can you be happy about everything? Uh, can you be thankful for everything? Oh, yeah. And he says, no, you can't be thankful for everything because sometimes we're in a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we got family problems. Sometimes we got issues in our lives. But you, even though you can't be ha thankful for everything, you can be thankful in every moment. Hmm. Because even in every moment, there is something to be thankful for. And so he offers kind of three, kind of three movements. Hmm. He says, um, stop look and go. Stop, look and go. And so he says, stop, stop what you're doing, breathe mm -hmm. and notice what's going on in the world or in your, in your immediate present area. And then look around and see what is there to be thankful for. What is there that you can savor in the moment? Is it just like your breath or is mm. it that you have a roof over your head or that you're wearing your favorite um, tank top <laughs> that your friend might have been making fun of you about? Um, and then go would say go and give thanks for that, for that, that thing. Because like, you know what, we don't have perfect lives and this is now me talking, but we don't, we don't have perfect lives, but we can have perfect moments within our lives. And for that, we can be thankful, even in the midst of tragedy, difficulty, and yeah. um, tough days. You know what I'm saying, Ray? Yeah, man. That's uh, the, the, um, the posture of just, just gratitude, right? Um, really goes a long way. I'd like to add this one as well. Uh, and you mentioned it already. It's okay. It's okay to just to you know to feel those things to to uh, to fall down, but really get up. Um, I, I want to challenge all. If, if you feel that you've you've fallen, if you feel that maybe your your prayer life hasn't been the way you've wanted it to be, maybe again those um, 
those uh, personal demons that you're battling, get up and uh, um, just treasure the the gift that we have in our Catholic faith when it comes to reconciliation, the sacrament of reconciliation and that forgiveness, right? Start over, get up and start over and um, and rise above it, you know. So I'd, I'd like to just uh, challenge all and, and also in, not necessarily just challenge, but really invites all to to stand up, to get up. You're good. Shake it off uh, and, and start over, right? Uh, start over with that with that, uh, that hope that you have uh, in your heart to once again um, to once again be be free, be free from it, uh, be free from the, the, the maybe again the, those uh, the demons that's that you're fighting. Maybe um, as Iris mentioned, family uh, conflicts. Maybe even some, you know, some uh, financial things as well. Some, some of us right now, may, we have to pray for our brothers and sisters out there that don't have a job. Um, but and, and, and lastly, count on each other. Don't be afraid to, to reach out to another and um, ask for help as well. So count on each other for that. Be community. We need each other right here, right now. Absolutely. Um... There's this kind of um, I, I'm always really inspired by people with kind of the unshakable faith. Um, like, where do you get that? Where does that come yeah. from? You know, and um, yeah, one of the things that I had recently again read and reflected on is um, that uh, you know, joy is the happiness that is not dependent on what happens. Right. Joy is the happiness that is not dependent on what happens. It's it arises from within, even when the exterior is can be crumbling. Mm-hmm. There still can be a joy that rises within, not because of unfortunate circumstance, but because you know who you are and you know whose you are. Right? You know where you belong and that. um that these are these are things that are happening, but they don't have the final word yeah, on yeah. on our existence. But God does. God has the final word on all of us. And you know what? His word is the is the welcoming word, is the loving word, is the redemptive word, is the word that died and rose again. And so I'll hold on to that as as like not as like a pie in the sky optimist, but as a as a real solid foundation for the way to live, right? Rooted and, and centered in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those word those words, Iris. Uh, you know, we again we need to be reminded of these things. Um, I don't know if you you feel called to lead us out into prayer with with um, with this episode. Uh, if you do, go right ahead. Uh, it really is a, a great joy. Just want to 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 let you know that it's a, it's a great joy to to have this podcast with you, just to to um, to talk about fatherhood, to talk about life in general, to talk about where God is calling us. Because this is this is the time right now, as as fathers that we are. You know, sometimes we uh, pretend we have it all set and and have it all figured out. Uh, but there are times that uh, we need to be reminded that we're 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 just children, and we need to come running to to God's arms, to our heavenly Father's arms in this, and that's a that's a great thing, that's a great thing. 
So all fathers out there, another invitation to run to the father's arms, run to your father's arms. Very good. Yeah. So why don't we pray? Well, go ahead and center yourself. Take a deep breath. It's been a long week, man. Mm. Lots going on. And yet God is with us. God is with us. So let's pray in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God, we just thank you so much for this time. Uh, Time is a gift. It's not guaranteed. And we know many people throughout history who wish they had more of that time. But uh, we have this time now to give you thanks and praise because you are with us and you continue to fuel us and um, raise us up from our brokenness uh, into your wonderful light. So I pray for anybody who's struggling today. I pray for their families, for their financial situations, for their interpersonal uh, relationships and uh, whatever things that they face. Lord, uh, send your spirit uh, to strengthen them and give them courage to rely on you. Uh, in a special way. We remember all those who have uh, died, especially from the September 11th, 2001 attacks and all of the ensuing violence that happened um, because of that. And I pray that um, the vision that is set forth in the scriptures would come to pass, that we would uh, turn our weapons into plowshares and we would be a people of peace. Uh, Help us to find that peace in this lifetime and especially in our hearts. Be with us and bless us. This we ask and pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Saint Joseph, pray for pray us. Pray for us. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much, Iris, for leading. Yeah, Saints man. Amen. Hang in there, dude. Yeah. You're having a you're having a tough <laughs> go, brother. Yeah. Amen. Find some joy. That's Find some right, joy. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for listening to us. Um, if you haven't yet. Click on that subscribe button and leave us a kind comment as well. And do spread the word about this podcast uh, to all your friends, all your family members. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Fatherhood Arise, and also on Facebook and Twitter, I believe, right? All the social. Yeah, and on all the socials. Yeah, and then you can check me out at uh, calledtorise.org or follow my Instagram at calledtorise. And actually, I'm speaking yeah. at a conference. That's it's right. the um, uh, call at restoreculture.org, I believe. Is yes. it? Or it is it .com? Um, restoreculture.org. Uh, we'll, we'll there's a con- free... There's a free conference. Yeah. Um, I'm speaking. Ray's speaking. We're uh, repping Fatherhood Arise. And so check it out, sign up. up. Uh, And there's tons of great speakers. Um, Who who else is speaking Uh, out there? There's Christopher West, there's Jason Everett out there. Yeah. There's a bunch of people that's... uh it's, it's a lot. It's a lot, actually. It's, and yeah, we, maybe we'll talk about it next yeah, week. And it's all for free. In depth. And it's all for free, check so it check it out. It'll be awesome. Until then, peace. Later. God bless. Later.